just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber. You go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. But our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. So you're telling me there's a chance. What's up and welcome into Right Comboed. This is episode three, as always, brought to you by Ma Mitchell's Meatloaf, made to order since 1988. <laughs> I am Trav, everybody's favorite uncle, co-hosting and West Coasting tonight as usual. And I am joined by this group of four tasty little treats on screen here. We're going to start with a special delivery. Of course, our resident expert package handler. That would be Brian Mitchell. What are you sip, sip, sipping on tonight, brother? Oh, just a little uh, Canadian club and uh, ginger. Decent. Yeah, decent. Good, How's the day good. today? Delivering mail? Handling good packages? Good day today. A little chilly, yeah. but uh, yeah, a pretty damn decent day. It was done uh, yeah, around 1.30, nice and early. Yeah, it was a good day unbelievably cold out here on vancouver island today oh, yeah. unbelievably a little bit of snow flurries here at north saanich um, and snow in some of your guys's hoods as well the superintendent clean lines and green pines out on the golf course carl johnson <laughs> what's going on carl how you doing brother uh great there is lots of snow on the ground over here which means there's no pesky golfers on the golf course which means a lot of office time and early days yeah, and trying to stay warm where you can. I remember those days where you were out on the golf course and this kind of shit, Carl, and uh, you weren't the happiest camper. So this is where superintendent life pays off, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I got the office and I got the heater. It's all good. Money, money. And, of course, the ship's captain, fresh off a voyage himself, Keeg Squeeze. How are you this evening, my friend? Uh, I'm pretty good, man. How about you? Have we I'm doing? doing well. I'm doing well, buddy. Um, it's kind of it's about you guys right now, but I'll take the floor here, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good, man. Busy day, busy day. I worked at the office. I work from home usually. Worked at the office today, so it's usually a little bit late getting home. Little hustle and bustle to get the kids on time. But uh, I'm here with you guys, so I'm happy as a fucking clam, bud. Nice. Last and absolutely not least is the Philly Blunt himself, sipping on an <laughs> old fashioned as is customary. <laughs> for the right combo podcast eric mitchell what's cracking g uh doing pretty good man uh, lauren just went uh to the states for a little shopping trip until sunday so got Ooh, my feet just up. get back from a trip Is that wedding stuff yeah, she, she was up in uh, nanaimo visiting family jesus living lavish yeah. down there walking around with his plums out and shit Oh, yeah, bachelor life. <laughs> spending, spending money. <laughs> spending all her money. <laughs> oh, awesome. I told him having a puck earlier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't know he was home. I was changing. I was changing, yeah. Why you all do my eyes for in, huh? <laughs> Uh, okay, boys. Yeah, so this is episode three. 
big shout out to anybody who stuck around and listened to our previous two episodes. Uh, we're getting into a bit of a groove. We didn't have an episode last week. Uh, schedules are tough to line up, boys. I think we all knew that coming in. And so we're going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, any of the people who are listening and sticking around for the episodes and engaging on the socials, we really, really appreciate that. Please go subscribe at youtube.com slash at right combo. You can find the link in the description of the episode as well. And then on the socials, Instagram is kind of the meat and potatoes, I think, of where our kind of recurring content will live. But episode drops will be on all of them. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us at Right Combode. Um, and yeah, we're trying to get a little more consistent on there. And uh, we appreciate the engagement. Like I said, it's fun to get chatting with people, put some ideas out there, and uh, love those likes and those comments, people. So thank you very much. Okay, boys, the housekeeping is out of the way. We got a little show yeah. lined up. It's going to be a bit of a fun one. we got some fun topics to talk about tonight. I'm going to start on a bit of a serious note, though, fellas, and I want to give a big shout out to an absolute dear friend of this entire group, and that would be our friend Cam. A lot of our listeners right now probably know Cam, but hopefully we've got some listeners maybe who are listening to us from elsewhere who don't know. This is a really, really good friend of ours, and he's doing a really cool little fundraising event thing. Well, uh, you know, he's a part of a fundraising event. He's doing a naked bungee jump for mental health boys first off <laughs> one here uh kyle you've bungee jumped before would you bungee jump naked uh if i had to wouldn't be my go-to yeah. thing yeah i've done yeah. nanaimo bridge where he's going to twice um super fun but if i don't need to take my pants off it probably won't <laughs> yeah for sure and like i think that's where the cause comes in that cam's doing it for right like the mental health and the anxiety yeah. and depression and people recovering and stuff i'm gonna read a little thing from there too but i think it's pretty cool um you know cam's been a good buddy for a long time and he's had his own struggles and he's being open about him and being vulnerable to him and coming out and doing something really fun i've got my own anxieties and stuff boys that uh rear their ugly heads from time to time and i think probably everybody has it to an extent um it just it just rears its head in different fashions i think and so, uh, i think uh being naked and bungee jumping would cause a lot of that <laughs> <laughs> but i think knowing cam cam's not really shy so he wouldn't be too too worried <laughs> no sir that, right um, seen his bird a few times <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> never upside down falling the birds will definitely be flapping that day boys yeah the birds will be flapping i mean chirping i mean chirping um uh, <laughs> yeah so big shout out to cam i'm gonna put the donate link in the description because we want to get as many donate donations as we can i believe there's 11 days left as of this recording boys and we're recording on wednesday the 22nd of february so 11 days left early march is when the donations will close we want to get him up above 200 bucks he's at about 180 right now and boys um actually i want to throw it out on the podcast that on behalf of the right combo podcast i'm going to ensure that he reaches that 200 bucks by the end of tonight so we'll be putting a little donny in there for the right combo podcast this guy all love you cam um so i'm just going to do a little read from the excerpt of the campaign it says come out and jump naked for our 17th annual naked bungee jump for mental health take the leap from wild place 150 foot bungee bridge to help mental health recovery partners that is a, that's an agency, by the way. Mental Health Recovery Partners is the main agency that this is supporting. Uh, help them provide life-saving mental health programs on Vancouver Island. Uh, anyone raising over 200 in donations gets to plunge for free. And the, pre- the event proceeds will be matched by an anonymous donor and donated to 
um, the mental health recovery partners. So super cool minimum age of 18 to be on site. I think I saw cam post somewhere that, uh, that you can pay, pay 25 bucks for a ticket to go and watch. So if you want to see the birds <laughs> flapping, they will be there. Um, yeah, just kind of a huge thing for cam. Um, super cool. Uh, his fiance, Dave encouraged him to do it. Shout out to Dave. We love you too. Please hit the episode description and consider making a donation for cam. 11 days left and we really want to try and get that number up there so we can donate for mental health. And uh, like I said, everybody's, everybody goes through it or knows somebody who goes through it. Uh, so it's pretty something that's pretty important to us. And I think that's uh, probably important to most people listening to this show. So it'd be great to see if you want to tag us on the socials and let us know you made a donation. We would love to see it. And I know Cam would love to see it too. So uh, yeah, big shout out to Cameron, boys. Yeah, proud yeah, of you about okay. it. Awesome you're doing that. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love it. You're a brave man. Yeah. yeah, totally. I, I am scared shitless of heights, boys. So I wouldn't even go up to the top to watch somebody else bungee jump, let alone mm -hmm. bungee jump myself. So that's a hard no for me. Um, so if I'm going to be showing my bird for uh, charity, it's going to have to be in a bit of a different fashion. And we're getting into nefarious, uh, nefarious things here. So we'll keep it on the up and up with what Cam's got going on. Here. Yeah, we'll, uh, uh, we'll do a charity to keep your pants on. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, Kyle. So let's get into some of this nitty gritty here. You got yourself an air fryer this week, buddy. You got yourself an air fryer. Uh, how well, long have you had it? What have you made in it? Tell us your journey so far. Well, so I stopped off at uh, Papa Jones's place. And I guess they're huge air fry fanatics. And they found like this ninja one too loud. So they got this like double canister big badass one that's dead silent and there's two of them and yeah so they weren't using this one gave it to us <clears throat> i think eric's the one who's always been pretty hard on the air fryers and i never big took time. him too seriously or anything so dad's like <laughs> you're gonna say no but you gotta take it so we took it <laughs> jules was pumped i was like oh great something else to sit on the counter uh <laughs> last night made some wedge fries deadly like yep. good and then i don't know if this is up your guys's alley but i made some we made tofu in it tonight and marinated that shit for like 30 minutes and then threw her in there for like 15 Whew. it was the nice. best like nice. awesome super easy to clean i'm i'm pretty pumped on the air fryer i'm not gonna lie i see what the hype's about highly Where's recommended after it? two uses we do under everybody knows it is just a tabletop convection oven, right? Hundred <laughs> percent. Why do you have to fucking ruin it's, this for everybody? Like, well, it's just like, come on. I'm sorry, I'm Kyle's a smart guy who knows, but uh, I just love marketing, marketing all these fancy new age air fryers when it's something that's been around for a million years since ovens. So, <laughs> the one thing I don't know that's if I love or or don't like is just as soon as you put it in, like that air is blowing out of it and it's hot and you smell the food just like that. <laughs> but so far it's been good smelling food, but I wonder if like I throw fish in there just right see away. See if you get to those stinky. You gotta wash it right yeah. away after. Mm -hmm. uh, I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. There is a downside. <laughs> I've never done seafood. It, We're not you. Never done seafood. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> One trick for your potatoes, Kyle, when you're making wedge fries and stuff like that, when you cut them up, if you got the time, soak them in some water for like an hour or so beforehand. Dry them off on a tea towel and then toss them in. Ooh, the the crispiness yeah. that it gets on those bad boys is so good. What I do is I'll I'll uh, put them in a bowl of water, 
and cover them, microwave them for like five minutes. Yeah. And then mm. and then put your dry them off, put your seasonings on in the air fryer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good like idea. That. Yeah. What I do is I go into the kitchen and I turn on the oven because I forget the air fryers in the pantry. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and then I go about my business. <laughs> Keegan, hate, Keegan hates air fryers, boys. Keegan no, man, I like air fryers. I just forget oh. it. How do you feel about convection ovens? Keegan? Yeah, you like mini <laughs> convection I like ovens. Big, I like the tabletop convection oven. Yeah. And uh, I just forget that it's in the pantry all the time. It's, I don't know. Kyle, yeah, wait no, till you try chicken wings in that bad boy, man. Yeah, chicken. my old man goes on about chicken wings and onion rings. That's what yep. he's about. He's like, you, he's telling me, showing me the ones you got to get. So leftovers. We'll, we'll get there, but hey, how man. how many can you get in there? Like, do they all need oh, to be separated? Or less, like, like, you're definitely you, in there, you, you can get a lot in there. If if it's the yeah. same size as the one I have, you can get about twenty in there. Nice. It's a little different. With just, like just mix them around. Yeah, Every ten, yeah, you got to make. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah. No, I'm pretty pretty pumped on it, and especially you know it was free, so. Yeah. That's awesome. Shout out. Shout out Joneses. Yeah. Shout out They're always giving us good stuff. I think they have a shout out on every show by now. This is awesome. Oh, they, they earned it. Yeah. yeah they're our two, our two followers right there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Appreciate the view. Hey, Judy, I appreciate you switching to your alternate YouTube account just to get us that view. I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, lastly, on that uh, one that I made that was really, really good, boys, was some boneless chicken thighs. Um, they cook pretty quick, like 15 minutes. Um, oh, yeah. And I, I coated them in crushed up Doritos and then mm. tossed them in there for 15 minutes. So good. The kids loved them. But to your point, Kyle, with something like that, like chicken breasts or chicken thighs, it's a single layer of us because you're not really mixing those things around or you're going to lose all your breading and stuff. So uh, right. yeah, it's it's experiment though, right? That's the fun part about it. Just test some shit out, put it in there. I've done pierogies in there. Pretty fucking oh, good. So good. Um, yeah, so it's got like, a little yeah. stand on it too. So like you can have two layers. Oh, so oh, that's right. kind of deadly. Cool. That's like pretty good. Is that is that new age? Did I just blow your mind or what? Yeah, that's, sweet. Yeah, that's new. I didn't know there was a double decker air fryer. Yeah, sorry, is that an yeah, air fryer? Or a little metal gym? rack, little metal rack that goes in it. It's basically no man. What about instant pots, guys? Do you guys have instant pots, also known as a pressure cooker? Do you guys have so mine? <laughs> You know what? Get is... negativity out of here, okay? I know. Hey, Nelly. <laughs> Leave your attitude at the door, okay? Um, <laughs> uh, mine is mine's the ninja version of that, Keeg. So yeah, it's called yeah. the Ninja Foodie. Yeah. Um, I can saute in it. I can uh, yeah, yeah. air air fry. I can pressure cook. Um, super cool. Super cool. I was a little bit scared to use a pressure cooker at, the fir- at first because I was worried that some shit was going to pop off. Never happened, thankfully. Yeah. Um, the one see. shitty piece, though, is it's been through a couple moves. And for some reason, when I the pressure cook lid is a different lid that you put on other than the air fry lid. And so when I put it on and click it in, it doesn't register that the pressure cook lid is clicked in. Oh, no. So I can't actually pressure cook on it. So I got to oh, email the company oh, and see if they'll fix that like, shit. But. You, can, you can do like fall off the bone tender ribs in one of those things in like an hour tops. That's the same as what I got, Carl. I think that's more for stuff that's going to leak juice, though, as opposed to having two different foods. Well, well if you, you put something underneath, it's now a double-decker oh, air fryer. Oh, you win. You yeah. win. oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> we have that. That comes in like the Instant Pot, so you can put your meat up on uh, 
that rack mm-hmm. on the pieces on the bottom you know yeah man Good stuff, boys. Well, Kyle, I'm excited to hear your uh, air fryer journey. Please report back if you make anything fun. I'm super stoked about the tofu thing because as you guys know, my wife is also a vegetarian. I don't like tofu very much, but if I have another option to make her something that she will think delicious, then yeah. I'm down for it. So thanks for that, buddy. I'll send you the marinade. Look at that. Fucking start a cookbook here. Nice. You're right, combo. Yeah. <laughs> That's an idea, boys. That's start. an idea. Mine will just start be- with three luckies. Yeah, I'm really good at craft dinner. Really Mine good at would be like ghetto stolen versions of Gordon Ramsay's food. So, like, <laughs> yeah, no, craft dinner and PB and J's. Poor man, Gordon got. Ramsay. Eric, what what would be your signature dish if we had a right combo cookbook? Ooh, signature dish. We know your appy. Your, we know your signature appy would be a charcuterie board. We've discussed this one. Yeah, that's What's tough. Um. I don't know, uh, ribs maybe. Ooh, yeah, I can ribs. I can rock uh, a good plate of ribs with help of with the pressure cooker cooker or uh, instant pot, whatever <laughs> yeah, you want to yeah. call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the sides? What, what sides are you making that? Ooh, well, I just mastered uh, homemade mac and cheese. Ooh. Did you? Like yeah, yeah. And everything, <laughs> and the cream and the cheese and all that. Oh yeah, yeah, you like see? from scratch. Nice word. And then they add like bacon or jalapenos or whatever. Homemade is a thousand times better than any. It is. It is. It's better than the restaurant. Make it as cheesy oh, man, I got, as you want. I got too many recipes, man. Yeah, you're <laughs> pretty tell, good. You're pretty good in the kitchen. I will give you that. But main, mainly like uh, I thrive with cooking meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you are still at the barbecue, bro. Like your yeah. barbecue game is on point. It is. Yeah. He's taught. I, I, my barbecue game is partially due to Eric's barbecue no, game because I watch no, him and I am I'm really good on the grill these days. No, yeah. Lauren Lauren takes care of all of the uh, usually the sides and stuff. Like she's really good at making, uh, you know, like risotto or anything delicious. Honestly, yeah. Anytime that I've been there, she has absolutely knocked it out of the park. Yeah. So can can what a, we're, we're a good team a combo, in the kitchen. What a combo you got! Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Okay, boys, so totally switching gears on this one, but I came across a little something, 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 something happened at work today, and I felt like we might need to discuss it on the show. Um, I was in the office today. I work from home most times, but I was in the office today and had to go in and use the washroom and uh, just had to pee, use the urinal, was all good. But uh, as you guys, I'm sure, have experienced before, there's a gentleman in, uh, in the stall. Uh, seemed <laughs> seemed to be unleashing an Armageddon dump of sorts <laughs> in the toilet. Um, must have heard me come in, but did not give a fly in because he just let fly. Um, I personally try to avoid, especially when my stomach's not feeling very good, having poops in public settings. I uh, can't say that I, you know, haven't done it because I do it from time to time. You got to do what you got to do. Um <laughs> But what's your take, boys? Anyone like, like, obviously we don't prefer to poop in public, but anyone like <laughs> not phased by it at all or, or what? I used to be one of those people that always waited. Like, yeah. I, and like, it could be like five or more minutes and I'd be like, oh, come on, man, just get out of here. But I find as I'm getting older, I give less fucks. Yeah. And I find lately, lately if I'm in there, I'm just 
screw it. I'm letting it go. That's what that room is for. That's, That's right. what everybody's in there to do. Why should I be embarrassed? It's a Good men's washroom. But are you grunting and groaning? Planet. That's yeah, if I'm it's like a, or if you're like painting the porcelain, are you waiting till you don't think there's anyone in there? Or are you just going to like send it right. full? Full send, bud. It, it's fireworks. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. There's no big bottle. Yeah, wow. And I actually, it. I like it when there's someone else in there and I'm doing it because then they, they <laughs> it makes their day. Like then they can go home and they can podcast about this. Oh, this dude was in the fucking in the stall today, and and I'm that guy. Like it's it's yeah. totally. <laughs> You're basically famous at that point, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. As uh, like he said, yeah. As you get older, it. Uh, I just feel like it just does not even matter. Like even if you know it's going to be like a messy one, like you just let her fly and. And maybe you get a snicker, you get a laugh out of, out of the person next year or whatever. That's that's always me. <laughs> I was laughing when I went in there today. I was definitely having a chuckle, right? So I, I wasn't hating on the guy by any means. You're like the yeah, big Like I've of... been in your position, Trav, where like I've been at the urinal and then someone's been uh, like on the shitter and just letting it fly. And I just burst out laughing. Like, I think that's just hilarious. <laughs> you're almost convincing me to maybe maybe try it out because i've always been a hold back kind of guy like i'll try not to you know make a ruckus even at home i'll I'll do that i'm a gentleman of sorts you know i'm an absolute gentleman so but like (laughs) if if i if i went your route just to try to make people laugh that could be that could be something and like maybe give me the courage (laughs) To, to, you know, not not waste so much tr- time trying to be all conspicuous and like, oh, yeah. I, I poop pretty. Just yeah. let her go. You can hurt yourself doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. This was bad for my health and no one's laughing. It's a lose-lose. Yeah, I'm kind of like a hybrid of both boys. Like, I don't have a problem pooping in public. I still put toilet paper on the seat, though. I absolutely do. You really? Oh, yeah, okay. Not into it. Not into it. Um, and like, if it's got to happen, it's got to happen. But if I know someone's in there, I'll probably try and wait until they're gone before I let her, you know, rip. I'm definitely not trying to get it out pretty like Kyle is. It's either I'm holding it until no one's there and then I'm unleashing or. <laughs> You know what I mean? Or yeah. I'm waiting. You know what I mean? So Well, that could um, change too because it's like doing that at work in an office in a bathroom on your floor compared to like at the mall. Those are still two totally different public washroom settings. True. Yeah. M- mall dumps are Somebody a different game, boys. That's a different game. Right there, different. It's going to be if – I, if I worked in an office and there's like the one bathroom, I am probably definitely waiting. Yeah. At the mall. Yeah. On the ferry, no. let me go. Yeah. Let me go. <laughs> you worked on a ferry. That is your That's office. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't done anything nasty as what I've seen on that fucking boat. Yeah, oh, I can only imagine some of the horror stories you've seen in there. You don't want to know, man. I got too many. Oh, is there <laughs> one that sticks out in particular? Is there Maybe. one that just like has not left your brain? There's plenty. There's a whole episode of this stuff. No. Jesus. Seriously, like we could probably do two episodes of just me telling stories <laughs> on a friggin' boat. I can get Sabs in on it, and she'll probably have yeah. some that she can add too. It'll just be a you and Sabs episode. We'll back it up. Yeah, yeah. It's never been as bad in the terminal, and she's been ticketing for a long time. But true. Yeah, and her shorts. It's just full of a bunch of Brian's. 
Oh yeah, the fairies are full. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of DJs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was yeah, yeah. It was just kind of like a. It was an experience today, and I've been on both sides of that coin. I've been in that guy's shoes. I've also been in the shoes that I was in today, and listening to it, Brian. I love the idea of like out loud laughing just to kind of ease that tension. I wish I could <laughs> say it. I'm gonna try yeah. that next time. You know. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, I'm gonna go for a lot of that. Like, I'm gonna be friends with that dude. Like, that's that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. That's an accepting person for sure. <laughs> does Does anyone have a female around them? Uh, uh, my lady in the room right now. She can probably hear me, but um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, do they have similar experiences? I wonder. <laughs> they must, right? <laughs> Girls are girls are gross, man. I think it's there's probably lying. some grosser shit okay, that happens on, in the girls' bathroom. How many times have either of you heard your significant other fart? Zero. So oh, many. Never. Zero. Never. Never once. Zero. <laughs> no. Are you guys serious? I'm serious. No, I'm serious. Zero, man. Zero. I can probably say. <laughs> okay, I'm totally calling my old lady out here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, want, sure. I, I want it. It's just not happening. <laughs> do you want like a number too, Haley? <laughs> do you want do you want a number like from today or the last hour? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, today. Where are we today. at? Give me today's number. Um, actually, it is zero today. Really? I'm, hey, I'm in single digits, but not zero for sure. <laughs> it's, it's probably I could probably count on two hands in five years how many times I've heard one. Really, eh? Yeah, we just yeah, really same. Shy about that. She here. likes to be quite the lady, and she gives me such tr- trouble for it that when I catch her, it's like I let her know when I caught her. That's for sure. <laughs> they're always they're always like an accident, like you yeah, know, like yeah, she sneezes yeah. or something, like, and it's like, oh, <laughs> these, these guys don't hurt their hearts. It's hard. Fiancés, wives, unreal. Kyle, I'm with you, bud. Kyle, I'm with you. You just gotta let her fly, like you know, fuck it. That's yeah, we. Normal. Yeah, we're pretty open. Yeah, she's looking at me right now. <laughs> I mean, we're not open. Um, nothing like that ever has happened. Is not open. She is a princess and uh, doesn't fart or poop or nothing. Yeah, we, we know she's a perfect lady. Yeah, I bet well, you guys. Probably... Go ahead, Kyle. <laughs> probably gonna hold that one back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I probably, I'm all I'm saying, boys, is I've probably been Dutch ovened more times this week than <laughs> the three of you guys have heard your women fart total. <laughs> That's fucking love. Okay. Have you ever shot with the door open? Yeah. No, I can never do Ooh. that. Dude, I, also, I have Teacher, four kids. Never. You can try to shit with the door closed in my house, but you're not shitting with the door closed in my house. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. You do have more <clears throat> miniature seals. So I mean, we're not like we're not trying to leave the door open so people see us poop, but it happens for sure. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <clears throat> That's coming for uh, Brian and I in a few years. Well, Brian, did Maddie ever come and bust in on your business? Oh yeah, all the time. Even your yeah. bathroom door open in the mid mid poop. Well, I, w- I would close it. She would just open it and just let yeah, herself yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's coming for me then. It's it's only a matter of time. Yeah. Oh, that for is sure. Not sacred time anymore. That is not no. sacred time anymore. No, no. no. 
<laughs> okay, boys. The poop talk. The poop talk is in the books for this episode, so, but uh, we did our quota for today. So well done, yeah, we'll, fellas. Well done. We'll do a whole episode of my stories another day. Yeah, Let's big shout out to Jules for her uh, flatulence it input, um, and shout out to my wife for hopefully not killing me after when I just talked about. <laughs> okay, boys. So this is. A question and we I think we got it on one of the social medias but I planned this episode out two weeks ago so I totally can't remember who it came from so I'm sorry to that person if they're listening but we appreciate you sending this in or Keegs <laughs> this might have been the list of stuff that you oh, gave yeah. us for topics in the group chat because you gave us a long list and that was yeah, too. I was on fire that day just you were. were just popping out of the brain you know yeah yeah yeah. totally it was magical i yeah. enjoyed watching it and i banked all of those topics that you gave us so thank you um but we're gonna talk about our careers today fellas our careers Ooh. today so um yeah the question is did we think that we'd be doing this coming out of high school um so just for a little context <clears throat> for any listeners uh eric is an electrician kyle johnson as you know is the superintendent of a golf course brian handles packages as a mailman and keegan uh, I don't know what your official title is. Like, I just think of you as the captain. Yeah, he, he, he <laughs> and shit. I'm a deckhand. <laughs> He's a deckhand. Pretty, okay. pretty simple. You're you're still my captain, Keegan. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the question is: Did we think that we'd be doing this coming out of high school? Um, Eric, I'm just going to go with on the screen there. What did what did you think? Did you think that um, elect electrical would be your trade? Did you think trades? Would be what you would know absolutely not math was absolutely not uh, i sucked at math in high school uh electrical <laughs> electrical is a very math heavy trade but um you know i hunkered down and learned it <laughs> um, <laughs> um what did i want to do i wanted always wanted to be like a fireman or a a veterinarian at one point but you know, obviously, just like funding and stuff is that's pretty tough to get into. Yeah. And being a fireman was a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, I am now very happy where I'm at. I've, I've done residential, commercial, industrial, and now I'm doing marine. Uh, doing maintenance for BC Ferries and the Navy, and just loving it. Um, couldn't be happier. Oh yeah, like it. It's nice when uh, it's nice when the path is not what you thought, but it works out right. Um, Carl Johnson, did you think that you'd mm. be running golf courses and shit? Because I, I didn't even start golfing until I was like. Like early or mid twenties, I think. Really? With Brock. A little earlier than that. Okay. No, so, not really. I like I, No, it was early twenties at the at the earliest. Like I, I out of uh, I was framing like in high school. Like right when I got out going at yeah. It's framing. Hated it. Saw all the other trades. Just hated it. At that time I started golfing with Brock and I thought golf was lame, then I realized it's just like a bunch of dummies drinking, having fun <laughs> outside. <laughs> Did, didn't, had to, didn't have to pay for golf while we were out there. Um, so my my golf career is completely thanks to Brock Van Gilswick. Shout out. Thank you, buddy. 
um yeah hated what i did i was like what do i like i like golf so i took a dirty hidden pay and went went to a golf course and got a job there and I was going to take over as a superintendent and they sold there after like six years or something. And then ended up at the fishing lodge with Brian and, uh, blacked out for a few years. <laughs> and, uh, and then hard, you mean worked really hard, I worked really hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, then I, then I just, shit just falls in my lap, man. I'm the luckiest, luckiest son of a bitch around. Uh, I got this wicked position at, uh, an awesome golf course with a superintendent who was looking to retire and uh, I was bullshitting my way to the top. And here I am not knowing what the hell's going on, but uh, Hey, they're paying me to be a superintendent. <laughs> so <laughs> got him fooled. <laughs> Fake it till you make it, buddy. Fake right. it till you make oh, it. Oh yeah. man, that is a hundred percent true. You hear that often. My <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> look at me. What's yep. up? Carl, you, you, you sticking around there for, for quite a while, bud. Um, I probably shouldn't answer that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who watches this, but no, no, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Just undetermined, right? You don't know what the future yeah. holds. You yeah, know, yeah, no, definitely. It's it's a great gig, and I I do really like my job, and uh, it suits my lifestyle and everything. And Parksville's amazing. Like this this part of the island is so perfect for everything that Jules and I like to do. So mm-hmm. there's no way I'm I'm moving anywhere else on the island other than like central. If I end up moving, it'll be somewhere off the island, I'm sure. But no plans on doing that because mid island is dope. It's perfect. It's not busy up here. There's no traffic. Close to everything. It's great. Yeah. Amen right. to that. Amen to that. Yeah. Big shout out to Brock on that as well. I was kind of around from the start of your golf journey too, but I'll, I'll be okay with that with the no shout out on that, Kyle. We golf together pretty early, I think. Hello. I've been golfing yeah. for ages. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Trav. Uh, you were <laughs> no, a big okay. fan base of, you're a big fan base of uh, $5 golf when I was oh. able to provide that. And then <laughs> it was money. It was money. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah, no, when you got into golf, I cannot tell you how excited I was about that. That was very, very fun. Uh, we had some very good golf trips. Absolutely. Hopefully more to come, Carl. Hopefully more to come. Yes. Yes. Get those kids older and stop having kids. <laughs> hey, father time. Hey, father yeah. time. Except don't father time because that's also fucked. So please don't. I can wait for a golf trip for sure. Um, Keegs, you've always been into like um, the nautical stuff uh you are like there was always potentially a path for some sort of military route for you as well um but how'd you land where you landed is this kind of what you thought you'd be doing and how do you feel about it all that jazz in high school i thought i was gonna be gordon ramsay or something you know i don't know one of those other famous chefs that was like where my eyes were and then you quickly realize how low paying and hard working and shitty that industry is and changed my mind pretty quick. Um, I don't know. I ended up at BC Ferries, and I thought I was going to have a summer job for one year. And 15 <laughs> years later, I quit and took a job at another company. And uh, But, yeah, no, I um, it's definitely not what I thought I was going to be doing, but it's a pretty good gig. I get paid to sit in a comfy chair and stare out a window at the ocean all day. And... Uh, it's not been great this last couple of months because it's been cold as 
cold as fuck and uh, yeah. snowy and <laughs> my boat had a lot of frozen pipes one shift. We had no showers or water or toilets for like half the week and yeah, it wasn't a good time, but um, no, generally it's a good gig. I get, I'm home more than I'm at work. Like, Got a lot of huge. Five on and eight off pretty nice. Yeah. Um, but being away for even that five days kind of sucks and it's even worse like now that we have a baby it's makes it a little more difficult even but um yeah it's all right you're doing it man you're doing it yeah it's yeah. for the fam it's yeah gig, it's man. a sweet gig and it's gig. uh it's a retirement I, gig i think so yeah i could <laughs> definitely could have seen you doing this didn't you like always kind of want to be like a coast guard or something two keeks oh i was interested in all that for a long time it always it's it's all that stuff is definitely more interesting than what i do my job's pretty it's just back and forth, you know, with cargo every day. There's nothing super adventurous about it or anything, but, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, some like, beautiful fucking scenery. And I I still just kind of hang out and stare outside windows all day. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And Brian, you probably yeah. thought you were going to be a fishing guide or something like that. But you're uh, the man honestly, now. Like, honestly, like I do remember uh, being in high school, you know, when they're – you know, they make you think about, you know, what do you want to do when you get out of high school and what do you want to do for a living and all that. And um, I remember my train of thought was on managing um, a freshwater fishing resort of, of some sort, uh, mainly trout fishing, right? So um, that didn't happen for me right after high school. I did a, a quick five-year stint uh, as a baker uh, at Save on Foods. Um, oh, what, what a good time that was. Great, great first job. <laughs> <laughs> um, met, met a lot of beauties there. I got to work with Jeff there. That was uh, that was unreal. Like just so many Next. good times. Mark, yeah, so many good times. I worked there. there. Me, yeah, that's Kevin. right. You guys both, yeah, you Me. guys were there. Yeah, too. Kevin, <laughs> Paul, you were there too, weren't you? For one point, yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like a lot, lot of good buddies. Um, yeah, uh, so yeah, that that was great. But yeah, I do remember in high school. Um, thinking that yeah for work like a dream job would be managing a fishing resort and uh thankfully yeah after after working at save on not right away i did work a few other jobs in between uh just for short periods of time but uh yeah then i got um uh our buddy mark Gadowski, who we don't really see too much anymore but you guys all know who he is um he got me yeah he got me into um into some saltwater fishing uh work up in Haida Gwaii. So I spent six years working up there, which was unbelievable. Great, uh, yeah, great footstep into the fishing industry. Uh, just like, just the great, greatest years of my life. So good. Um, just, yeah, the best time. I was making wicked money. Uh, it was seasonal. So I got to spend half the year on EI doing whatever the hell I wanted. And that was glorious. <laughs> that was great. Uh, and then uh, six years of doing that. Uh, after that, I ollied into working uh, right at Stony Lake Lodge. Uh, luckily, luckily enough to have Kyle work there up, up there with me too. That was uh, just deadly. So yeah, working with one of your best buds up there. And um, yeah, Jules, that's where Kyle and Jules met. You know, a lot of good people went through there. And uh, and that was, I, I was there for six years. And that was an even better six years of my life uh, as opposed to Haida Gwaii, which I thought was the pinnacle of, uh, of happiness working there. So, um, Douglas for yeah, six years. what's that? It was really six years. You're at Douglas Lake. Yeah, but yes. Yeah, yeah. Six Ooh, years. Yeah. Hard and then six years. Uh, Douglas Lake. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, managing a few of those beers and not managing some of them, but just being up there, literally the best job in the world, man. Like, uh, Trav, I think you're the only only one that didn't make it up there uh, at some point. Whoa. But yeah, you four have all, all been up there. You know how fucking sweet it is up there, right? Yeah. Heaven on earth. Yeah. 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 And then, and then, yeah, then uh, had had a child, you know, so you know how that goes. And um, yeah, that place of work not being close to home and it being a seasonal gig as well. It's not uh, very conducive to having a child. So um, <laughs> got to thinking and I'm like, Hey, what the hell am I going to do now? And uh, yeah, I being, being a postman has actually always been on the radar. Um, before I even got into uh, the fishing industry, I had gone to, I made it to a final interview with Canada post that, like I said, yeah, that job was on the radar and I, and I, always did want to do that as well. So I thought I'm going to give that a go. And so, yep. Yeah, um, yep. Yeah, did a application, put the resume and all that. And I got, um, I got hired on super quick, which is like uh, not, not very usual for Canada post. Usually hiring there is pretty tough to get in. Um, but it just, it was the right time. It was kind of right when COVID started and they were losing some people and whatever. So got in and actually yeah, next month I'll be, I'll be coming up on three years working with Canada Post and I just absolutely love it. It's fucking great. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's yeah. such a sweet job. Like rolling around, bumping tunes, dropping it mail really off. Is. Yeah. It really is, man. Yeah. So it's, uh, your official it's, title be postal delivery technician or. They, oh, what do they call us? Um, uh, delivery agent is what they say. I think that sounds nice. ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> I'm a fucking postman. I, I take things from point A to point B. It's it's an adult paper route. It's not. It's not. It's just <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Dude. <laughs> but uh, hey, I do that. Great. Um, All right, Trav. job. It, it's a good gig. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. All right, Trav. Nice yeah, Trav. Story. Yeah, yeah, like my. I have I have the least exciting job out of everybody here. Um, I work for the provincial government, sitting at a desk job, working for the man. I absolutely love my job though. Love it. Like love the work that I do. I'm, my title is a senior change analyst. Um, and so we take, uh, we take big projects where, um, our ministry is making change on how things are done, like services or processes and stuff like that. Um, and I'm in charge of um, making sure the staff are supported to be ready for it. So instead of just throwing them into a bunch of training, we'll do make a bunch of resources for them to kind of read up on stuff. We'll do some info session stuff, just kind of like getting them prepared um, to undergo change. So uh, it's taught me a lot of skills for life as well as for work, for sure. Um, and I like this role within the provincial government isn't what I thought I was going to be doing, but honestly, boys, I, I definitely thought my path was the provincial government. Um, cause <laughs> my, uh, well, and the reason being is the stability, right? Like I'm not like, I, I can't be a nomad like you guys like going and just, you know, going and working away right. for, um, six to eight months of the year or whatever it is. It's never like, I totally. envy you guys for it. Cause it sounds so fun, but it's just never been necessarily my bag. I'm more of like, it's a, not yeah. kind of a homebody and stuff and i'm sure i would have had a blast regardless but yeah just like the stability <clears throat> and stuff has always been something that i've kind of looked for my my mom and my grandma and my older sister all work for the government and all you know i was basically raised on um 
government wage. So I kind of saw the stability that it gave my mom and the pay was, you know, the, you hear that your mom's making over 20 bucks an hour when you're younger and you're like, Holy shit. Like you rich. Yeah, like, yeah. Why don't I have all the shit that I want? You make 20 something bucks an hour. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's why I got in and, you know, I started at 20, 20 bucks an hour, 20 something an hour, but I'm definitely uh, in the eight years I've been in government, I've definitely gotten, uh, a fair bit higher than that so i'm pretty thankful for that um but yeah this is kind of what i thought i was doing and i'm just happy that it's not something that's like monotonous and boring i'm happy i get to use my skills i get to be creative i get to like be a part of something you know what i mean and i see like staff using stuff that i've created or whatever that helps them do their job better like that's i, I like that so there's little bits of reward in there even though it's like working for the man it's it's a little bit more of a dynamic position so i'm pretty lucky to have gotten into that position too uh that's another story in itself but uh yeah the dominoes fall guys and all i can say is uh it pays to network um and it pays to get to know people you know what i mean and and just totally. kinda, you know talk to people and see what they're all about and they see what you're all about and yeah basically i got kind of plucked for this job and it was it's the best thing that's happened career-wise for me Right on, but yeah, you you own you own that job, Rob, for sure, man. It's it's yeah. you. <laughs> you missed, it's dope, even man. from even from like, day one, since you started working, like we started at McDonald's, I'm pretty sure, and then like right up the chain, Trav, yeah, right at the top. You know, you're an organized guy. You get shit done. You set up like you're super organized. Look at the podcast, right? <laughs> I don't think many people know before this like, episode one even went on. There is like bombarding us with, you know, different layouts, different ideas. This like you can't even blink before Travis has a list of this long. And that's <laughs> after he's dealing with all his kids, his provincial <laughs> government job that obviously has a shitload of responsibility, like mental Brickwork for Travis Seal is child's play. He's been like that for ages. Well, I think this there's kid, a couple. He's known. You how, you, you, he's known how to count to 100 since we were like three years old, man. I swear to God. <laughs> I was say since my first year of kindergarten, yeah. motherfucker. In, in Trav, like when when we were young kids, like at the cridge, we we're in like preschool. Preschool. This kid could count to 100 already. Like I'm doing one, two, skip a few, and Trav's like, uh, 97. You were doing spreadsheets in grade four. It was insane. What's that? <laughs> yeah, I was an Excel whiz. <laughs> no, I think it's kind of twofold, boys. And like part of the reason, Couch, your point, why I've kind of liked to move up the ladder a little bit and be in kind of like leadership type positions might be a control thing. To be honest with you, like maybe I kind of like control, and I, maybe I think like. I have good ideas that I can contribute and um, not that I haven't had good hey, Trav, Trav. life, you know, what I know you've done this. What's your management style? Um, I, I haven't actually done the test. No, I haven't actually done no. the test. Uh, I'm not actually mm -hmm. in a supervisory position right now. I'm just kind of like the lead of a part of projects. And so I like that because right. I don't have to do the supervisory stuff. Um, so nice. I don't know my management style. So I'm sorry, Kyle. I wish I would have had a great answer. You're authoritative. You. I'm pretty sure when I was, sure. yeah, I was pretty authoritative, but I was also kind of like casual too, right? As long as people are doing their shit, I don't really care, right? And I think that's how you get people to do their shit is to be a good person and a good human. And they're going to be more motivated to do that because they feel like they're in it with you. You know what I mean? As opposed to- you But that's how you manipulate them. That's how you manipulate them so you can manage your style. Like it, it's yeah, a I guess whole it thing. Is a for, it's a form of manipulation. And this is a, yeah. like an interesting point, Kyle, because I've thought about this before. And I feel like, life is just a series of manipulations and this is mega totally. rabbit holes here 
everything totally. we do in life is some form of manipulating our situation. It can be very tiny. It can be super small, but even like switching lanes to get to your destination faster is manipulating your situation, right? Me That's how telling I... you guys that I want to start a podcast with you guys was manipulating you into hanging out with me. You know what I mean? Like it's in every, every everything is a form of manipulation, not in a negative context though. Not in it. We yeah. have to manipulate our well, lives in order to get to where we want to go. Yeah. I feel like I manipulated my way to my position, period. I sit back and I'm like, man, have I just been like playing these people? Like, not <laughs> against bad themselves way. and like here. I, well, I don't know. I feel kind of guilty. I'm not lying to them or anything, but it's like sometimes there's situations where like, I know I can persuade someone into making a decision that favors me. And like, 100%. and I'll see it happen. And I'm like, is that like, is that how everyone else is doing things? You know, yes. like everyone's got their agenda, yes. I guess, but that's how I, that's, no, no, how I, that's how I live my life, Kyle. And it's not all, always like, <laughs> guys, totally. I'm like, I'm totally. We're doing a podcast, aren't we? It's not, it's not always a bad <laughs> thing or it's not like a negative thing though. You got to think about it that way. Right. Because sure. It's to benefit you, right? Like you're doing, you're, you're manipulating a situation to benefit you. But if you're a good person, you're not going to manipulate that situation. If it's going to harm or be something that is, you know, negatively impactful on a, on a reasonable scale, right? Like if, you know, yeah. if it's obviously going to impact somebody else, but if it's not going to impact them to their detriment, you know what I mean? That's not yeah, yeah. a bad person. You know, if you manipulate something and somebody else loses their job, okay, it might be a little bit of sleaze bagness under that, but that's, I know you and like, and I know all you guys and we wouldn't do stuff like that. And that's the key to it, right? Is like manipulation is not always necessarily in a bad context. It's just mm -hmm. as humans, we want to get what we want. We want things to favor us. Or maybe we think it's the right decision that it doesn't have a positive impact on us. But we think this is the right path forward for somebody. Then I think manipulating those situations is absolutely the way that it should be. Especially if you're somebody yeah. who's in the know and you know better than that person. And, you know, sometimes we can and can't say that, but sometimes we can absolutely say, I know this situation a little bit better based on my expertise. So this is what we need to do. Boom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Manipulation. Good time. Good chat though, Kyle, because that's fucking real. That's, we all do yeah. it. We all do it. And that's an interesting conversation. People, anybody listening, get into the comments and let us know what you think about that situation. Just the fact that like, Life is a, just a big series of manipulations on different scales. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really interesting thought. So thanks for bringing that up, Kyle. That was kind of a fun little tangent. I like that Who we else went is a little bit off weed? the show sheet. Uh, <laughs> not currently, but yeah, I've been, I've partake, partaken. Um, <coughs> okay, guys, that was really good conversation. Um, one thing, last thing I wanted, actually, I got two more little things to bring up. So this one here. Have you guys heard about this cocaine bear movie that's coming out in theaters? <laughs> I only the saw a quick little. Oh my god! Yeah. Like, uh, it was on the Super Bowl. On, on the commercial Super Bowl. That's the first I saw of it, and I've seen nothing since. It's unbelievable. I looked into this, boys, and it is unbelievable. It's based off of, like, loosely based off of true events, loosely. So the way that I read it is, back in 1985, <clears throat> they found a dead bear, and this bear was full of cocaine, like full of it. Um, Eight, like, I can't even remember. I wish I had it pulled up right now. I had it saved for before. But um, anyway, there's like like hundreds of bricks of cocaine. And this, ba this bear eats like a large amount of them. They find yeah. this bear dead. And they said in its bloodstream was only like three to four grams of these huge bricks. So not even all of it got into the 
the bear's bloodstream but the, the movie is basically what they would envision that bear did when it was having <laughs> a hell of a time um and so i watched the trailer Maybe. boys and it is uh, outrageous it yeah, is outrageous um, we, should, we gotta do a viewing yeah, we gotta I'll do a viewing oh my god um but yeah i definitely think we should find some way to watch it together i'm not gonna go and pay the money at the theaters to watch it i'll be honest with you guys um (laughs) but yeah if we can find a way where we watch it and then report back to the to the pod i don't think we could show any of it on the screen kyle just because youtube would probably pull that down um because a watch party would be fucking hilarious that would be um, funny. We could do that, <laughs> but we can't do that, unfortunately. Um, we could not show anything on the screen and just show us watching the movie. Might not be yeah. riveting to watch for people, but also may- maybe I don't know. Um, I have a yeah. wildlife recovery center up the road. I can just go take a brick of cocaine up there, give it to a bear, <laughs> and record it. We can have our own uh, <laughs> episode of it. No CGI required. No nothing. It'll just be. 100% raw footage. Yeah, I'd, I'd walk right up to it and hang out for sure, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so if anyone wants to lend us however much money it costs for a brick of cocaine, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need some sponsors. Some sponsors. Some cartel sponsors. <laughs> um, can neither confirm nor deny any of what Kyle just said. Um, <laughs> that's what, yeah. It just, I thought like it's incredible to me. Like back when we were kids, it's interesting because this is kind of backwards to society. But back in our day when we were kids, you would never see a movie entitled Cocaine Bear. Like they would never get away with that. But now they do, which is totally feels backwards to the sensitivity of 2023, which is a topic that we are absolutely not getting into. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's weird. And even like the word shit on the radio, you would never have heard that when we were a kid. Now you're hearing the word shit on the radio. What's that? WAP. Yeah, but that was more, (laughs) right? That wasn't around when we were kids, but yeah. No, I know. But that think about like. That is like, racy. We had dirty songs, but I mean, that song is like pretty off the charts, man. And it was <laughs> huge. And there's like our, song, our songs were dirty, but they were way more subtle. Like they're subtle. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that was uh, my pony. By next. <laughs> yeah, like we just we just let them feel a little poke coming through. That's all. That's right. That's right. right. But <laughs> we don't have no macaroni in a pot in our songs. Yeah. <laughs> no buckets or mops either. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Oh boys. Um so actually since we're talking about music boys, I'm going to debut a new segment um that hopefully is a recurring weekly segment on the Right Combo podcast. And I'm going to entitle this segment Spitting Rhymes and Splitting Spines, boys. Um, I, you guys gave me the go-ahead to do it. This might be lame. Any of our listeners, if you think this is lame, let us know. If you don't think this is lame, also let us know. But I'm going to – it's like a kind of like a rhyme of the week type thing. I listen to a lot of hip-hop music. Uh, boys, you know that. We've all listened to a ton of hip-hop music together uh and i think it would be kind of fun to bring a rhyme of the week and it's not just going to be a me thing i can be prepared with one for every week but if you boys want to throw one into the hopper 
absolutely okay. Um, not, you know, it's not going to be of a various theme or anything like that. It could be something that has some cool meaning, something that's really <clears throat> wordsmith well, something that's hilarious, something that just sounds dope. Uh, whatever it may be, something that sticks with you is something that I would like for us to bring here. Um, and if any of our listeners have some rhymes that resonate with them, we'd love to hear that as well. Hopefully our com- comment section is bumping after this bad boy, boys, because I've had lots of call outs for the listeners to hit the comments today. And we appreciate that. Um, so this week on splitting rhymes, spitting rhymes and splitting spines, uh, this week's rhyme is uh, from Lauren Hill of the Fugees. And to set the stage Ooh. for you guys a little bit, uh, picture <laughs> like an eight or nine year old Travis um, getting ready to go to school, sick mushroom cut, trying to impress the <laughs> ladies, um, getting my glasses. dance moves tight, add glasses, saw I could see things really good. Um, and <laughs> I, you know, I got my music influence from my sister. Shout out to my sister. You guys all know her. Uh, Big Sis was always a big influence. And I used to always steal her music. So eight or nine-year-old Trav, um, going through my sister's CD catalog, checking out what I wanted to bump that morning. Uh, And lo and behold, I found the Fugees. And I believe it's a self-titled album. I believe it's just called The Fugees. The big song that people would remember off of it is called Fuji La. Uh, great tune. We love that tune. But the one that I am bringing a rhyme from this week is called Zealots. And it's a rhyme by Lauren Hill. And this is the rhyme that really made me fall in love with Lauren Hill. And it's super awesome because it's like it's more wordsmithy than anything, um, but it has crazy meaning. So she drops a bunch of sick bars beforehand, super intricate flow, saying a bunch of like deep stuff, right? And then to end off the verse, or I don't think it's actually to end the verse. Um, she says, and even after all my logic and my theory, I add a motherfucker so these ignorant ends hear me. So basically mm. what she's saying is she's dropping sick bars, like super sick rap. So anybody who's interested in the sick rap, sweet flow, intricate rhymes, she's got that. But for anybody who's not interested, so the ignorant blanks, hear me she adds a motherfucker on the end so people who aren't that deep in thought about the rhymes and stuff can still vibe with her music because she just tosses a motherfucker on the end and sounds hard as fuck so i'm gonna put a link to that song in the description um and even after all my logic and my theory i add a motherfucker so these ignorant ends hear me oh my god lauren thank you for that Uh, i know what another part of that is Another mm-hmm. part of that is like the people who need the motherfucker in there, they're probably too stupid to realize that, you know, you're kind of being insulted at the yeah, same time. Exactly. <laughs> so they hear it and they're just like, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she said, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> the girl. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's uh, the first installment of Spitting Rhymes and Splitting Spines, fellas. Um, usually I get this inspiration when I'm driving home from dropping the kids off. I'm hammering tunes. It's like a 30 minute commute and uh, I'll just find some shit that I'm bumping. And so that's where I got that from. And please, fellas, I want you guys to bring some too because I want to hear the shit that resonates with you because what sits with me will not necessarily sit with all of our listeners. And I want this podcast to kind of show. Um, you know, all the bases that we cover as human beings. I think we've got some pretty wide coverage as far as interests, music, hobbies, all that shit. And I really want our listeners to um, 
kind of see that right and and get to know us and feel like they're a part of the crew and stuff so hopefully stuff like this gives them a little bit of a glimpse into who we are we talked about our careers today i laid down some rhymes we talked about our preferences as far as pooping in public boys <laughs> kyle we talked our about ladies. um yeah. yeah this is the inception of kyle's air fryer cookbook was this very episode right here um yeah so that was a fun episode boys always always fun to get together with you boys um, yeah, I'm really good to see you guys. Yeah, man, this is fun. I'm excited to be doing this. Ern, do you loving it? You know, buddy. You having fun? Carl Johnson, <laughs> yeah. how you feeling? I got an empty house, uh, living room to myself right now, so it's pretty great. I got to cut this podcast off the talk and go live it up. Um, Keeks, you liking it? You loving the podcast journey or what? Uh, yeah, man, it's been pretty fun. It's just fun to get together with you guys and shoot the shit for a little while, say a bunch of stupid stuff for people to <laughs> see on the internet, embarrass myself. Um, yeah, that's my good it. Time. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a new <laughs> way to put yourself out there. Brian, are you liking it? Absolutely, man. Yeah, it's fucking it's great. Always good to see your mugs on the, on the screen here. And uh, yeah, it's nice, uh, nice to have a few listeners out there. And yeah, it's all good, man. Boys, <laughs> our episodes are doing fucking awesome. The first one is at like 150 views, which to listeners might not sound like a lot, but that is really fucking good. I used to podcast, I used to do a fantasy football <laughs> podcast, putting hours of research into episodes weekly, making sure I'm consistent every week, social media, blah, 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 17 views on that fucking thing. And so our first episode did, you know, the same views as probably like my last eight fantasy football videos that I put like four years into, which is, um, you know, <laughs> kind of sad to hear, but that's not how I'm taking it. Um, I love that this is doing great. And episode two is getting near a hundy right now as well, boys. So I love oh, to really? see it. And anybody who's listening, please share with your friends if you like to hear us talk about stupid shit, because we will continue. <laughs> and thanks to you boys for putting yourself out there like this, guys, because this is totally a new realm for you guys different way to put yourselves out there we can be followed on the social media at right combo on twitter instagram and facebook and then please go to youtube subscribe like and leave a comment on the videos that's the bread and butter is going to be the youtube channel youtube.com slash at right comboed uh looks like kyle's outside enjoying the snow right now <laughs> um so he didn't even wait for the podcast to end to go live it up um what do you got going on there carl johnson oh he's frozen now He's doing a snow angel. This one's fucked. It's crazy out here. There's a man. Like, look at. Yeah, doesn't the weather know this is Vancouver Island? What's going on, man? Yeah, there's like so much snow out there. We don't live in Alberta. It's crazy. I love it. Thank you to that. So for any of our audio listeners, Kyle is actually outside standing in the snow right now, and he's got a nice little seat out there. So it's going to be a little bit of fun had in the snow. Uh, but yeah, like I said, thanks again for listening, guys. Thank you, boys, for showing up and hanging out. <laughs> Until next week, absolutely love you all. Have a good love night. Love you, buddy. Love you, Bobby. Hey, Ma, can we get some meatloaf? Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now!
engulfs, huh? All right. Well, see you later.